You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Right, so border now uh is this the latest in the series of like immigration dramas coming out lately you know talking about border problems in mexico and the u.s or it is not uh nobody gets shot and well does someone get shot no spoilers uh there's a border guard but there aren't border issues at the okay. forefront of the film is what i'm saying or london or is there Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're reviewing this movie, Border, which is a Swedish movie directed by Ali Abbasi, who is a, a director I'm not as familiar with at all. Uh, he directed these two films, M for Marcus and Shelley, before this one. Well, M for Marcus is a short film. But um, now, because I had some stuff come up this week that I had to take care of for school and personal life, I unfortunately was not able to see this movie, but Brad was able to see this, and our newest reviewer here, who is a previous one, uh, a highly suspect review reviewer, London, he saw the movie. How are you doing, London? Hello, I'm, I'm doing well, thank you for asking. Excellent, excellent. So, now I'm curious, because this movie apparently is getting tons and tons of acclaim. Uh, it won the Uncertain Regard Prize at Cannes Film Festival this year. Uh, it was a huge hit at, I believe, was it South by Southwest or Fantastic Fest that just happened, where it premiered there. And then um, it's actually nominated for Sweden's entry for the best foreign language film category. So I'm, which being a fantasy horror-ish movie, I'm assuming that's a pretty big deal. Trying to go with genre for this. So who feels brave enough to try and summarize what this plot's about? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll give it a uh, shot. <laughs> all right, yeah, London, okay. take it. Yeah, okay. awesome. all right, go ahead. Okay, so um, Border, which is directed, as we all said, by Ali Abbasi, also translates to uh, as Grans, or Gran, Gran, I think, yeah. Yeah, based on a short story that was written. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by, by, it was written by uh, John, Ad, I can't, I'm, I'm sorry, Sweden, uh, Ajvid Lindqvist or something. <laughs> blah. Anyway. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the blah is, uh, is implied. Anyway, the... <laughs> So he's a Swedish author who um he, he his previous work was Let the Right One In or the one it Oh yeah, it um or it was adapted for anyone else who doesn't know, it was also adapted to Let Me In. Uh is it Let Me In? Yeah, I think Let Me In. Starring yeah, Chloe with, Grace uh, Moretz. Chloe Grace Moretz and Richard Jenkins, right? Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, so he, he wrote the so this is based off one of his so this one so he's the same author and this story is this movie is based off of his one of his short stories which is border and grand and so anyways it's a the, get, get into the plot it's about a customs officer or um a border border patrol whatever you want to say the tsa something someone who is kind of has this unique look to her her name's tina and she it's kind of like she seems like she's um let's say it's in the politest way deformed and she has this ability to smell people's feelings. Hmm. And so this is, of course, very important for a job because she, you know, catches, you know, drug traffickers or, you know, anyone's trying to smuggle something into the, into the, um, into Sweden. And so at some point she comes across a, uh, someone who's like her. He, he looks like her. His name is uh, Vor. And from this interaction, they kind of have this, relationship kind of form form and the story's 
the film's basically kind of following her as this relationship develops. Okay. So so then uh, where does the fantasy come in other than the ability to smell fear? Like, is that too much of a spoiler to explain what that is? Or? It, it, there is a, a revelation later on that kind of delves into the more of the fantastical nature of it. So it's kind of... I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what we can what we can reveal now, but it there is it, it. I will say this: if you watch the film, it it makes more sense as to like why, like because she not only does she can she can like smell people's feelings, she has other abilities too, like she has certain um, interactions with animals and other other things, and there's other stuff, certain traits that she has that does make her seem different than everyone else. So okay, it, so from what you're saying, it sounds like at the end of the movie, James McAvoy should come up and go like, you know, I have this mutant program to consider for, right? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> spoilers, that does happen. Spoilers, this is another entry it into the been, um, MCU. It wouldn't have been a shock if it did, but... <laughs> So, okay, so then, uh, Brad, from your experience when you're watching the film, like, what were some things that really stood out for you watching the movie? Well, I've seen a couple of Swedish films in the past. Uh, Let the Right One In is one of them. Um, certainly the focus on the ambience and the scenery is there. Uh, not so much just to be like, look how beautiful this venue is we shot in. But like London pointed out, she seems to be at one with nature. And nature, th- this is something I found very unique. Nature's actually kind of at one with her as well. You know, it's not like, come here, I won't hurt you, little animal, or anything like silly like that. But animals literally just kind of approach her and be like, what's up? We're just naturing it out. No? <laughs> Yo, girl, I'm a bunny. And, and uh, I got to say, th- there's a scene where a moose approaches her. And this, to anyone who knows how moose actually are, this would be absolutely horrifying and probably scar someone for life. Because if a moose wants to kill you, you're dead. You, you won't even realize it, especially in mating season. Uh, listeners, do not approach mooses. Anyways. Meese. No. Mooses. <laughs> mooses or mooses. One just approaches her, and she's like, oh, sup. And the moose, I swear, was like, Rrr. and it was very beautiful. And uh, I enjoy shots of nature being beautiful. And she certainly um, knows and is aware. She's very aware that she looks like Rocky Dennis. And when Vor shows up, he's even rockier, Dennis. And <laughs> is that an adjective now? The rocky Dennis quality. <laughs> yes. And, and which, uh, they, for those who don't know, that's from the movie Mask. Not the Mask, but Mask. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You understand my deep cut. But yeah, when when this individual Vor shows up, he and her almost have to hit it off because she's like, "Whoa, why do you look like me?" And he's like, do you think, you know, do you think I know, you know, that we look <laughs> Is it the alike? the Sam Jackson yeah. thing? Like, you thought you were the only one with deformities and powers. <laughs> um, kind of, but not really, but kind of. I know, I'm just, I'm just teasing. But Speaking so of, the, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, go, go on, yeah, saying, like, absolutely. Like, how, how's, the, uh, how's the acting between these people? Like, like how, would you, how would you say it, it was in the movie? Oh, God, it was phenomenal, really. The, um, honestly, the, uh, the chemistry between vor and uh um tina are it, it it's very like it's it's interesting because it's it this is you can kind of okay i guess a little bit into 
I don't want to say it's a spoilers, but also, so the, you just say that you think that the yeah, 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 performances, the performances were really good. Then, right? yeah, 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 they were. It's just they have really great chemistry. Like it's just you feel you kind of get drawn into how, and it's it's very different because they're they're acting so different than normal human behavior. So it's kind of like a little bit of a more bestial nature to it. So it's hmm. like it's just. I guess I can't. This, I, I don't get to get into spoils, but their chemistry. But with that, it's just like they play off each other. Like they seem like they seem like two creatures interacting, but they're still with with human with certain human character qualities as well. So okay, so like I mean, I noticed that we joked about the poster for this movie and how it's somewhat kind of accurate. So it seems like nature as a storytelling device is very prominent throughout this. Like the idea that it's about kind of man's involvement with nature, or at least these characters, their involvement. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as I said with Tina, she's at one with nature, and nature is one with her. And stunning. It's it's really a stunning performance. Vor, on the other hand, he is the, uh, let's say, if Mother Nature had a bad day. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he glares at people. He creeps, you know. There's something quite off about him. You know, at first you think you're just uh, being a jerk because for me, I'm like, oh, well, what's wrong with me? I'm totally judging this guy because he's got an ugly face. But then after like five minutes of his performance, it's like, nope, something's wrong with this guy. And I would leave the room if and people watching me leave the room would be like, oh, what an awful man. He left the room because of that man's hideous face. But he has no boundaries. If he wants something, he'll take it. And, you know, if you might he's say doing... he has no. You might say he has no borders. Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but he'll do things that are uh, socially not okay in public, and be like, and if someone's all like, "That's not right," he'll look at him and be like, "Come and tell me it's not right," and they'll be like, "Oh," and clutch, <laughs> clutch their pearls and skedaddle, you know. So come at me, bro. Come on, tell me what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the way he. Um, um, they're almost opposites. They're the same, and they're they're they like physically look very much like they have the same condition, but beneath that surface, they're very different characters. And I just think that's a great storytelling. Awesome. So then, uh, what would you say about the filmmaking itself? Like you mentioned about like the shots of photography. So would you say that it's a very well made film on the whole? I I think one of the things that it does focus on well. I think it is. I think it's a very solid film. Um, is it too? Is there anything that's blowing me away? Not really. It's very. It's a very intimate. The filmmaking is very intimate. You know, it has a lot of over-the-camera shots. It's kind of shaky cam. We're constantly following Tina as she walks along, and it just it has that almost. It doesn't. It, it doesn't get into like documentary feel, but it's like kind of on the border. You know, it feels like kind of like the wrestler type of. Film. <laughs> it's on the border of. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean i even i kind of feel like there's only so much we can see of her day-to-day before we're like uh-huh we got it yeah her day-to-day okay. life is pretty mundane but so, also so not mundane of, like a, you know we there's get a voyeur, voyeuristic feel to this almost you're saying then or i'd say so what, what would you say london there's actually a lot of voyeurism in the film where people are just kind of watching each other and we're watching them watching each other and uh, I'll just I'll just go ahead and say this right now, not a spoiler, but there are several scenes that range from uh, to oh no, oh my gosh no, and <laughs> and I think that it it turned me like away a lot of the time, even though 
<laughs> so, um, like, just like being like gross, being horrific, or what? Well, what, what do you think, London? Yes, I mean, the, the, the thing is, it sucks because, like, I think I'm a little desensitized because I'm so used to the worst possible thing happening and seeing the worst possible thing happen. Oh, and this okay. was close to it. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple times where I was like, I mean, I, there's, there was a lot of stuff where I'm like, it, it, oh, what's the what's the term? It's like, wow, that, wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> it's just like you know, like something's being investigated, and all of a sudden it turns into this. I'm like, wow, really? We're going. We're, this is the ter- this is the direction we're going now. Okay, and the, uh, yeah, like, and also I just want to say the actors roll with it when there's a situation that calls for it to be pushed even further rather than a cutaway. The actors like go up to eleven, and that is, I want to say, incredible. But I also want to say. I thought I was going to throw up and had to turn the movie <laughs> off. Turned it back on. I finished it. Of course I did. But, yeah, this, um, I'd say maybe I'm at like a six or seven when it comes to the shock of certain films. But this this pushed me to my limit. Um, it, it's, it's awkward because I want to say, yeah, people should see it. But if they're like, oh, you want to see it again? I'm going to say, no, I don't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's strange because like, I'm in a I'm, – I'm, I see what you're saying, and I, I feel similar in that I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't want to see this again. But it didn't really bother me that much. I don't know why. It's just maybe because I was so kind of, I feel like I was a little bit disconnected from Tina and like mm-hmm. and her character. So the things that were like, or the other characters in this movie. So the things that were happening, I was like, because like I saw another film, which was like a fantasy coming of age type story, and that one I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about it here, but that one really got to me. And like, I, 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 like, I know what you're saying. I, I cringed. I got us. I guess maybe that desensitized me or something. So when I saw this, I and like I said, now I know I'm saying it, but honestly, I'm probably citing Brad is going to be the more general audience if they see this. They're, they're going to get. They're going to get like disgusted and freaked out. But I don't know. I guess for maybe more like people who are kind of dead a little bit <laughs> inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate. So, for you people dead from the neck up, this is for you. <laughs> and I'm always happy to hear that I'm not dead inside. Thank you, good sir. So, no, border, well, border is the limit. If you watch border, oh. reaction you have, like, be test. How many border puns can we do at the end of this review? Oh. Too many. <laughs> Does it's bordering border, on insane. Yeah, border <laughs> on insanity. Does border cross the line? I'm, I'm bailing on it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. No, you, you want to try that again? <laughs> Does border crossing the line? Uh, you know never mind. I, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I asked. No. <laughs> edit that out. Um, thank you. <laughs> now nah, I'm just teasing. Okay, so that was interesting. That this movie, I didn't expect that. Where it's actually pretty dark and gross apparently you're saying so i mean i guess is there any like not you mentioned brad like you said that you weren't blown away by it like other than being grossed out by it would you say there's any notable like flaws with the storytelling i mean obviously we can't talk much spoilers i know you guys are so desperately trying to dance around huge spoilers in this movie but like was there anything else that you felt wasn't really up to snuff or anything that you weren't crazy about in the film well for for me there's because she's so good at her job, she's approached by the uh, police, and they're like, you're good at your job. How do you do that? And then she explains it. 
And it's kind of re-explaining what we've already been explained to. And I feel the film kind of does that a couple of times. Like she helps them out with a bust, and then she helps them out with another bust, and then she helps them out with... And it kind of retreads story beats. Uh, Not that that's a bad thing, because in the third act, you know, everything, as good storytelling goes, comes together. But I don't know. It seemed a little lengthy in the sense that it kind of retraced the paths that it uh, had laid down. Maybe so it hit harder at the end. I'm not sure. Uh, what, what do you think, Linda? Honestly, no, I, I think it was a, it felt a little long. But two, it had this thing where there was a lot of exposition and too little exposition. Yeah, that's oh. a good way of putting it, yeah. Because, you so know. So like, like they're telling you too much of the stuff you already knew and not enough of what you wanted to know kind of thing? Perfect. Or? Perfect summation. Like well, this. for okay. me, and I understand what you meant completely, and I was—I'll probably ask you more about this if we finish when we finish this review. I actually know about the reveals of this pretty well because the the type of uh, a fantasy, will I'll say, it gets into. I've always been fascinated by and have enjoyed. So um, Laurel, just say a word, and I'll be like, huh, "I know that," and that'll be it. That'll mm-hmm. be the end of it. So I know what you're saying, uh, London. Yeah. And yeah, anyone who and it's funny if they would have dropped all of that up front, I think I would have been a tiny bit less grossed out. But who's to say? Yeah, the yeah. I'm sorry, I just go to point on that. Yeah, a lot of these revelations they take place, I think, towards the middle or closer to the end. And that's something actually I do want to kind of have an issue with. Is that we spend so much time kind of the story being a slice of life, kind of following Tina as her at her daily life and whatnot. But towards the middle and end, it kind of it it hikes up really quickly. The pace just kicks up to like eleven, and we're just going so fast, going through this thing happens, this this thing happens, this thing happens, this thing happens, and then like boom, end. I'm like, yeah, ex- what? Okay. Exactly. It, feels, it feels a little <laughs> uneven. It feels like that he. Um, the director and writer doesn't think you know anything about police procedure or border control, but he thinks you know everything about his reveal. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I think you guys are being fair enough with your reviews. So, um, you know what, uh, London, if you want to start off, what would you say, like, your final thoughts leading to your final score? Well, if you are a fan of, like, the um, author's previous works, like Let, Let the Right One In, or if you're a fan of kind of, like, uh, darker fantasy, modern-day f- uh, fantasy-type stories, then I think you'll definitely enjoy it. Um, if you can also, too, you have to be able to have kind of a strong stomach for gross-out stuff. But, and you know, that that's a part of it. Um, great performances. I love the makeup. I forgot to talk. I forgot, didn't talk about that. The makeup is just great. I thought, like, I... I really, they, to me, it didn't seem too cartoonish or whatnot. So, um, in the end, I, I enjoyed it. I wasn't blown away by it. I wouldn't see it again. Uh, I just said, I saw that. Oh, that was nice. You know, okay, interesting enough. You know, it felt like I said, it felt a little uneven. But, you know, in the end, I thought, this is good. I think it des- it deserves what the praise has been getting. Um, so, I would give it a, uh, let me see. Seven... Um, seven larvae to be eaten out of ten. <laughs> Gross. Mm. 
<laughs> See, no, and and you're right about me. Like I said, I I I kind of actually adore what this is truly based on. Uh, an hour in, I mean. So thinking about that, I think a lot of the audiences are going to be like, like I was when it was revealed. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, this all makes perfect sense now. But tons of people are going to be like, uh, okay, if they even make it that far. Because I was cringing at the larva stuff. Anyways, my final thoughts. Um, I think it's beautifully shot, and I like I like the nature of it. And, uh, yeah, like you said, a little bit documentary-ish. I think Tina is a fascinating character. Uh, Vor, another fascinating character. Both great character studies. All the people around him, eh, not so much. You know, maybe uh, we didn't have to spend time with her dad, who you and me, London, forgot completely for this review. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe not so much. Or Tina's boyfriend. Or yeah, uh, Roland. Yeah, I think is that, that didn't you know, or Tina's makes partner sense to me. and the police officer. Oh God! So pretty much anyone who's not Tina or Vor, essentially. Yeah, yeah. but well, just a little less time. Not like full backstories of who they are when they were just people in her lives that knew her. Um, oh, so funny that yeah. Before I segue into more nitpicks. I would say I would give this seven billy goats who make it across the bridge. Oh, okay. <laughs> so no, that, that sounds good. This is a good, if not borderline, great review. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to get one more pun in there just because it's like, I, I kind of, I'm curious now. I feel like I want to see this movie, but I'm just like, I, I kind of, I guess I know what to expect going in. It's like, it's a cons darling. It's an art house darling. It's an Oscar contender, supposedly. I mean, Brad, I mean, you know, you and I do the Oscar cast. Do you think this has any chance of making it onto that short list or? Oh, I don't think so. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. 